Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. This is Zed Games. I'm your host, Paul. Uh, joining me tonight are uh, Carolyn. Hello. And Peter. hey And uh, we've got a real treat for you tonight. What we are going to do is we are going to talk about videoed games. A special yeah. kind of game uh, that appears on a screen, typically. But, you know, it can be on other things. It's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is a new thing. Yeah, I mean, in can the... Can you have a video game without a screen? <clears throat> well, I guess it's not a video game, then. It's an electronic game of some sort. Mm. But video does refer to vision. Yes. Because uh, there's lots of things that fall under sort of video game that, you know, like Johan, Johan Sebastian Joust. I started saying Johan. I'm, I'm, Johan. I'm, I'm a terrible person. Um, you know, there's a laptop involved and there is a screen there, but you, that's a physical game you play. So I don't know. Mm. Oh, I've, I've been foisted on my own petard it seems ha, ha, ha. Um, but before we get into some of this grand video game chat we are going to listen to some news this evening provided to us by the one and the only well specifically this only one there are other people with this name Zara Woo. Woop. there can be only one though. this week in gaming news World of Warcraft player maxed out without playing World of Warcraft players, and those who tried to become a WoW player, are probably familiar with the tutorial boat that takes players to the starter zone. And yet, despite there being absolutely no quests, enemies, or even resources to harvest on the boat, a player has managed to level up their characters to the recently increased level 70. How? Pets. Chicho has a number of account-wide pet battle quests, meaning that they can be done on separate characters, while allowing Chicho to redeem the quest rewards on a completely different character, namely the one on the ship. Apparently, if you have a level 25 prominence pet on your account, you can use an ability called Arcane Explosion that can wipe out the quest giver's pets quickly. This method took 200 days to achieve max level. Xbox is now aware of Carbon. A new Xbox firmware update brings changes to power management, where an Xbox console defaults to energy saving mode, reducing console power consumption when the console is off. This change won't affect performance or how updates install, but you won't be able to remotely wake your console, and it boots up a little more slowly. It is optional and players can opt for instant on, although this uses up more energy. In addition, your Xbox can schedule games, app, and OS updates at specific times to help reduce carbon emissions by connecting to the internet and using the available regional carbon intensity data. You can also hide game art when choosing tiles for the homepage, letting you change game art to blocks of solid color. Helpful if you find yourself overwhelmed with visuals. Massive Transwitch Games Bundle In response to Hogwarts Legacy and the rising interest in games centered around magic whilst being trans-friendly, itch.io has a bundle of 69 nice items made by indie queer artists. 24 of the games are digital, with a further 41 titles being physical tabletop games. Some notable mentions includes a witchy dating sim called Casting Hearts and my personal favourite, a game about a skateboarding witch in Magic Trick. VRChat sex worker denied entry to US. VRChat is a form of chat room where attendees are present in virtual reality 
allowing them to interact, talk and play together in a virtual room despite being countries apart. It's not uncommon to enter a room with a dozen skeletons, three furries and a lot of chaos. Everything ranging from concerts to birthdays to just about anything can exist. Humans being humans, sex and consequently sex work also has a place. The VRChat sex worker, Hex, resides in the United Kingdom. However, attempted to visit the United States to visit some friends. She was denied entry and explained how her work was done in a virtual game. However, according to Hex, the woman interviewing her didn't quite understand. Despite not technically meeting the legal definition for prostitution in US immigration laws, she was issued an official letter stating that she was denied entry due to prostitution. And now for some upcoming games. February 16th brings Theatre Rhythm Final Bar Line for the PS4 and Switch and Wild West Dynasty for the PC. February 17th brings Gigantosaurus Dino Kart for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, The Settlers New Allies for the PC, Tales of Symphonia Remastered for the PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Wild Hearts for the PC, PS5 and Xbox One. February 18th brings The Dreams in the Witch House for the PC. February 21 brings Atomic Hearts for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox One, Like a Dragon Ishin for the PS5 and PS4, and Ninja Jajamaru, The Great Yokai Battle Plus Hell Deluxe Edition, The Lost RPGs, and The Legendary Collection for the PS4 and Switch. February 22nd brings Digimon World, Next Order the PC and Switch, and a ton of PSVR 2 releases such as After the Fall, Fantavision 2020X, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call the Mountain, Job Simulator, Jurassic World, World Aftermath Collection, Kayak VR Mirage, Kazune Ale, Touch the Beat, The Last Clockwinder, The Light Brigade, Resident Evil Village, Song in the Smoke, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy Edge Enhanced Edition, Synth Riders, The Tale of Onogoro, Tentacular, Tetris Effect, What the Bat, Zenith, The Last City, and Zombieland Headshot Fever Reuploaded, all for the PSVR 2. That's it this week in Gaming News. That was a lot of virtual reality titles. That was a lot of virtual reality <laughs> games for the PSVR 2, which we are all, of course, we've all pre-ordered because we are millionaires. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> totally need a second one. Peasants. Yes. Imagine not having a VR. Imagine having to share your <laughs> VR and not just have guest VR for them to touch in mm. the second bathroom. The third oh, yes. bathroom. I realise second bathroom probably isn't like a rich person it's not a rich person (laughs) it's like the 12th bathroom at this point do people poop in vr i'm sure they can yeah you can you can do it's not not like a common thing there's no function for it it's like asking do people poop in star trek yes but they don't show it Mm. yeah and since it doesn't map a whole body you couldn't even tell if someone you were communicating with was um they would just be sort of still and shaking slightly because I assume that's what we all do (laughs) yep totally my whole Uh, body vibrates with the anticipation of the release oh I am still so torn on PSVR 2 because I really liked PSVR 1 and I'm into Mm -hmm. the VR eco space and I was so I bought the PS5 basically in like I was definitely going to get it and then Mm -hmm. when they revealed it and the price I went oh yep because it's uh, like it's good tech but it doesn't support any uh, it's PSVR 2, so it doesn't support any PSVR games. Mm-hmm. They didn't, like, they point out, well, you know, it, it was different technology. It's like, yeah, but you made both technologies. Yep. You could have made provision to support older things. Yep. It was your choice not to do that. Because I've got a big library and I wanted to, some things I was actually waiting for to do on the better screen. I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I remember when um, 
uh, Moss 2 came out, Ooh, I, I almost bought it uh, with not the intention of playing it because um, I was like, oh, I'll support the devs at launch because I, Moss was an amazing game. And mm-hmm. then when PSV 2 comes out, I'll play it on that. If I'd done that, Moss for PSVR 2 is a separate purchase. Yep. So I wouldn't have been able to play it on it anyway. Like, oh, gosh. The, one of the negative things about virtual reality gaming at the moment is the non-conduciveness between all the different types of headsets yeah. and things like that. When you buy one, you've bought that one and you've only got the titles that are available for that specific headset. Mm. I mean, as soon as you're in PSVR, like if you are, if you are a Quest user, yep. it's like... That's an ecosystem which will continue. I'm mm-hmm. not really worried about that disappearing, despite yep. other things going on in Meta. But also, it is still a PC-based um, device. So, you, if you want it to be, it is standalone too. So you can play all sort of PC VR. So you actually get lots of stores and everything if you wish. Um, yeah, PC is a lot more acceptable in that regard because yeah. it's got a much bigger dev development behind it sort of thing so a lot more time a lot more effort a lot more money going into it at least in the development space of the headsets themselves so caroline i know nothing about vr tell me of your P- vr dreams i just want a vr kit why and i want to go in um vr chat and just probably annoy people <laughs> what, what would your avatar be in vr chat what would your first choice be if you could have anything jotaro kujo from jojo is that a Jojo is, reference? I can't watch I can't watch Jojo. <laughs> I can't watch Jojo either. I don't like the art style. Something yeah. bad happens to a dog in the first episode oh, and yeah. I was I was greatly upset. I can't I can't handle that. There are many dogs who die. What? Also some cats. I can't watch the cats die. I'm Oh, so you're le- fine with the dogs, hey? Yeah, l- less bad. The dogs are less bad. Here we are. Carolyn Dog Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a reason the does the dog exists. Yeah. Except it only, I think, only references movies, not games yet. But you know, maybe there'll be a sure. subpage. I know we've got "Can you pet the dog?" for games, but oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 True, 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 true. It, it could dual wield. Yeah. Okay. What, shoot a dog in one hand <laughs> and pet a dog in the other. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go to that extreme, sure. If if you're so inclined. Okay, so now it's that time again. That time where I get to randomly vamp over the review intro. Let's hear a review about the game. It's a music game. You do beats and stuff, but it doesn't look like one because it's very different to see. Oh, good. It's a review. Uh, This is a review for the game Hi-Fi Rush, which uh, if you uh, pay close attention to the industry, you may know of. Otherwise, you may not because it was shadow dropped by Microsoft a little over two weeks ago when they were having a Bethesda and Xbox little showcase showing off a few games. They said, here you go. Here's Tango Works' new game. Tango Works, of course, known for The Evil Within and last year's uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm. Now, I wasn't a big fan of Ghostwire Tokyo. I loved the setting and the concept, but it just kind of wasn't fun. Yeah. Um, This game is very fun. So, Mm -hmm. Hi-Fi Rush. uh, In it, you play Chai. Uh, who is kind of a dropout. He's, uh, he regards himself as a future rock star, despite the fact he has no musical ability. Uh, but he has gone to an island of a mad scientist uh, to volunteer for a cybernetics program because he's missing an arm. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll never guess it, but something nefarious is happening up at this <sighs> scientist's cybernetic lab on an island. Um, and these... P- these people are being turned more into slave robots than they are uh, just being helped. 
But in his process, his MP3 player that just looks like an iPod falls into the machine and it gets embedded into his chest. Iron oh, no. Man style. Uh-oh. And now the music lives within him. <laughs> and right? for some reason, his arm can magnetise all the metal around it and turn into a great big guitar, which is good for hitting things. Awesome. Uh, so that's our setting okay. basis. The game is incredibly colourful. Uh, as a general colour reference, you're looking at like a Sunset Overdrive sort of I was going to say, I'm getting that vibe from it. as far as like the actual art goes, it is... As far as cell shaded, we want this to look like a cartoon. It is probably the most successful for a full 3D game I've ever seen that. With like Arcsoft with the Guilty Gear games, like that's top tier. Like no one yep. beats them. Uh, but they don't have, they're not third person brawlers. Well, yep. this is. It's an incredible art style. And they bring into the animation a whole lot of things that are like, you know, like uh, animating on the twos and stuff like that. Like they've come at it from a real, let's make this look like a cartoon style. Yep. And it's really, really impressive. And um, as for running, this is a game made by Bethesda for Microsoft. Uh, it's obviously on Xbox Series X and S. It's on PC mm-hmm. as well, which means Game Pass. But in my case, and I'm sorry I'm going to harp on about this a lot this year because it will become my platform of choice, it's also on Steam, which means you can easily try to play it on Steam Deck, which nice. is how I played this completely new, let's call it double A because it's not full priced. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's not even that short for a fighter. It's like a pretty normal length for a fighter. Okay. Um, I w- long? Uh, depending on what you're doing there's a lot of reason to replay sort of like your 12 hour-ish mark okay that's a um, good decent length for a yeah um, so the game itself as we say it is you know Devil May Cry we're looking at a character based brawler um, but as I mentioned it's a music game so uh, everything in the game operates to the beat uh, that means that the world will actually pulsate. Lots of things in the environment will have lights or they will physically move uh, your character does like Sonic the Hedgehog style, you know, when he's you leave the character and he starts tapping his foot. Mm-hmm. Well, your character is always just snapping his fingers, snapping his fingers with the time. You get a little offside that's also blinking. And if, for instance, you don't have enough visual feedback of the beat so far, you can push a button and put a metronome on screen. Because I decided to test it as a accessibility option, mm-hmm. and I played this music game without sound, and I was fine. Okay. That said, if you can hear fine, you definitely want to play it with music because yeah. it is rad um so all your actions happen on the beat all your enemies attacks happen on the beat which means for someone like me that isn't great at character action but i used to be a drummer and stuff i've got decent rhythm at least um it's like you know when everything's going to happen everything is telegraphed with both visual and audio prompts um most things will happen on the beat the things that happen off the beat is the game becomes more complex and there's like special parries that you might have to do but they will be shown to you beforehand like one bar beforehand and then it's your job to copy like simon says where okay. you get um once you get into more cinematic areas and they might have their equivalent of a quick time event but those events are more like a whedon or elite beat agent where we've got symbols on screen that we're doing in music it's a very traditional music game at that point um and it all feels really good and probably the worst thing with the game when it started literally everything's just happening on the beat like hit hit heavy attack heavy attack takes two beats by the way uh, but i'm just very straight and i thought is this gonna get monotonous for a whole game yep no there's so many things that mix up syncopation different different uh tempos just lots of reason to do different combinations and all of your actions are also melodic so which leads us to maybe my favorite thing about the whole thing so the game is 
uh, obviously fully scored, but it's got licensed music for all the big events. Oh, nice. These licenses are things like Nine Inch Nails or uh, Black Keys that do Lonely Boy. Starts with Lonely Boy. Um, And uh, Flaming Lips and people like that. People that are very much in sort of my alt rock genre side as a as a now middle aged man, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my favorite thing. Hmm. Oh, actually, I suppose I'll go. So this is normally in boss fights. Yep. And the boss fights they take they've broken up all the songs. They've taken like different stems of them as well. Because not only does you know a boss fight will have its animation sets like these are its attacks and when it does that it'll do this. Except all that is tied to. The music as well oh. so like as you get into say the combat uh, like somewhere um into the chorus you'll know oh he's gonna fire these rockets and do that and they've also been very clever in making it then do um like it'll actually have stuff to do with the lyrics yep so it's it all ties together and it becomes you playing in this fight in this music that goes on and on and it flows smoothly because they've cut it all up nicely but streamers cannot play it because those songs are very famous and you cannot do it. So what did they do? They made legally distinct copies of these famous songs. <laughs> nice, um, nice. So, um, yeah, they had in-house bands that would, they'd have to have a song that is the same tempo, same key, show, show, following the same chord progression with the same feel. Yep, and similar lyrical content because it does relate to the gameplay, okay. but still be legally distinct, <laughs> so streamers could play Dang. it. But for me, I just thought that was just hilarious. Yeah, like, that's great, and yeah. like they're fine because they're pretty much the songs. And you just listen to it, you're like, I, I think I. I think I know this song. I think I know but, this song, but I don't know this um, song. Which you may not hear if you don't turn on streamer mode. Yep. But if you do, you're in for some some interesting treats. But yeah, it's a very co- it's, it's not not just competent. It's a very excellent beat 'em up. Okay. Um, I just felt uh, my biggest mistake with that is I bought so many combos earlier. I sort of forgot them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I should just buy one at a time and learn it and bring it in. Yeah. Um, but it's really simple controls, and you build up um a little crew of people, and they sort of become like call-in buddies okay so the screen will be full of you jumping around with your guitar doing some special move you've called in someone firing a laser someone else pounding the ground at the same time all the robots are flying up in the air it's all in time to the music all of these actions make their own musical tones with the song that's playing just like this is incredible this is maybe my favorite character action game ever does it it get overwhelming with all the stuff no because it's all on the beat okay if you're going to get attacked, you're not going to get like surrounded by people and like hit when you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up and hit you on the beat in order. Mm-hmm. When you're going to get, like, get someone's doing up a special attack, it'll mark it all out and say, "This is where you go. This is where." By the way, if you hit these three notes now, you're going to get a parry and you'll kick. Like it is so clean and easy, and you just feel. Right. Um, the levels between are fine probably a little bit too much just like empty space between fights sometimes but that gets better as the game it's just a game that actually continues getting better as you play it so i would um highly recommend hi-fi rush it's um it's a banger as yeah. they say yeah uh and yeah uh, i'm definitely interested i mean sunset overdrive which i referenced before i completely finished in one night i intended to sit down and play a couple hours but i just got so engrossed in it and this has elements of that from what i can see plus it has has the attitude to it yeah yeah and the thing is although i'm saying it's all a beat game you don't have to be great at rhythm 
Yeah, oh, you can good. you can that's still do an input because it's uh, before we started talking, Caroline. You mentioned is it mm. like um, uh, Crypto the Necro Dancer, yes. where you have to do everything on there. I'm so bad at get that game. If you hit attack and you're not on the beat, mm. you still will attack on the beat because that's how the, all the animation is timed. You just won't build up your special meter and stuff. Okay, you can still just beat stuff up, mm. so you'd be less efficient. But especially if you turn it down in difficulty if you're having struggle mm. you'll still beat everything up eventually you'll just get a poor score at the end and okay. honestly I'm far beyond caring about my score at the end mm. of a fight <laughs> um, yeah and I don't think there's any currency or anything attached to it so you won't be missing out okay cool. so yeah but it's stylish it's really fun it's unique and it came out of nowhere other mm. than I heard one rumour of a game called this a week beforehand but I didn't know what it was mm. yep and uh, it was great so that Oh, that's the wrong mouse. Yeah, sign me up. I'm definitely interested. That was a review about the game that I reviewed. It was a review. I said a good thing, then a bad thing, but mostly good things. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was effective. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, this is Zed Games. I'm your host, Paul, and joining me are Peter and Caroline. Hello. And we are back to talk about video games, which we are all quite fans of. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to chat a little bit about some demos that we played recently, because demo, 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 in the last demo, week, demo. the Steam Next Fest was on, where they dropped a couple hundred new demos, mm-hmm. uh, of which mm-hmm. we did not play all of them. No, I ran out of time. <laughs> it is sometimes I get obsessive around these sort of things, and I end up playing a vast majority of things but mm. you just don't really get any real impressions because you're only going five minutes of this five minutes of this five mm. minutes of this I'm out of time um, um, but yes yeah. did you find anything worth um, bringing uh, to attention Caroline yes I played Pico which is you are I'm assuming you, you're a cat because everyone else is a cat and you live in a little tea shop and you make tea that works that, that sounds adorable it, it <laughs> I is I know several people that will love that yeah <laughs> you you pour the water and then you add sugar cubes and you gotta remember how everyone likes their tea and it's just really cute and I like it <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. cat tea mm. cat tea tea cat cat tea tea cat cat yeah. tea da 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 <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stuff um, going around. I um I played through Bionic Bay was the first one I grabbed. Yep. Um, it is uh, it's kind kind of like a mix between Limbo and N plus. So a really really reactive, fast, um, delicate um, platformer, but it's really moody and uh, mm. sort of like puzzles and stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you're really small on screen. I was worried that I would like lose track of the character, but I thought mm. it was really good. Okay. Um, yeah, so that one really jumped out at me. Uh, there was so so many things. Like I downloaded, I don't know, a dozen Metroidvanias, mm. and I would okay. just like spend like five ten minutes with each one, going like, "Does this feel all right? Does this feel all right? Not yep. not you. You're good. You're not." Um, but yeah, there were quite a few things. A demo came out for Radio the Universe, which mm-hmm. is one of those like classic never came out Kickstarters. Okay. Uh, I can't remember how many years ago, but it was one of those things that's been in sort of dev hell, and it is mm. cool as heck. Yeah. I, um, yeah. It's sort of like a top-down Zelda, but it's uh, very much combat-focused, so I don't know what to relate it to. My mind is trying to not say the words Dark Souls, because it's not really. Yeah. Um, yeah, just mm. like really good, com- like boss fight, boss fight, boss fight. Big, hey, that boss is now a random enemy. Okay, this is like... L- upgrade panels just going through and the only thing in the demo was that I was 
felt like such a large space. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. But yeah, it's really stylish. It's got all the sort of glitch aesthetic to it. And um, yeah, it was nice to see that something is actually coming out and it looks really, really good. Hmm. Um, anything else? I played a tower full of cats. <laughs> is, there a, is there a gone-going cat theme? I'm kind of looking for any cats in mine. That was, I think, the only two cat games. But Tower Full of Cats is like a hidden object game you got to find all the cats oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's um because that's actually out isn't it as well because it uh, was on it's on mobile as well oh is it i'm pretty sure maybe that's a there's, cats in time thing it certainly was similar there's um they have other games out in like the same series as like a castle full of cats and uh, oh yeah, yeah. House full the, of cats. the of cats universe yes yeah and it's like kind of like tower of babel with all the different eras of cat like the on the in the demo there was prehistoric cat and ancient egyptian cat yeah and you find all the cats and you click things and it's just it's really cute looks adorable it is i'm thinking of cats in time oh completely different yeah it's a fun game too Uh, i like cats in time i'll 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 link it to you later. You'll like it. It's got no. cats. You find them in time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's my jam. Yeah. No, um, one one game uh, that... This wasn't actually part of it, but a demo mm. dropped just before it, so we'll count it as anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a Polish game called Holsten. Um, and it is... It's uh, sort of a classic uh, Resident Evil-style uh, horror game. Mm. Sort of tank control driving around, but it's not 3D. It's top-down 2D, so uh, the only reference I think is not a popular game. A game called Too Dark, if anyone knows that. Um, I think I've heard of it. It, it, it was is it's by a French developer who made um, uh, uh, Little Big Adventure games and the original uh, Alone in the Dark, actually, oh. and stuff like that. Um, but this was like. They've gone to a real length of making this pixel art that is entirely reactive to lighting. Uh, it looks mm. it looks like pixel art, but it moves like 3D. Uh, and you can rotate the rooms and everything, and it's just beautiful to look at. And they've released a demo. If you go to the page and look at it, it's Holston. Um, it doesn't say demo. It says, like, sign up for early access or something. Mm. It's just you push that button and it gives you the demo. Um, I was like, that's a bit weird, guys. That might be <laughs> confusing yeah um but yeah it's really cool it's the first of three demos they're going to put out because it's still in heavy development and um it's not up next but later in the show i'm actually going to play a song from it because uh, it, re- nice. it was just really striking it was like oh this is a nice discovery i'm happy for that but yes demos they haven't gone away they're just all for weird indie games on pc mm. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah it's a good way to get your game shown off that's for sure mm. I mean, it can, yeah. Especially if you've got a unique mechanic, or there's something interesting about your game that doesn't really translate in a trailer. That was actually one of the things. Not indie, but uh, Midnight Suns yep. have just released a demo only for the console version, so Xbox and PlayStation, um, because that game's been like a massive flop. Yep. But it's reviewed incredibly well because from all reports and everyone who played it, it's really good. Yep. But it's. Like, people thought, oh, it's from the XCOM devs, it'll be like XCOM. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. It's a weird superhero card-based tactical game. And people <laughs> hear the word cards. Yep. I don't know if you're anywhere, like, no. But apparently, it, like, once you're in, you sort of understand. It's, it's not like a deck-building game or anything. It's still, like, on a field yep. doing powers against each other all in 3D. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, mm. I do want to check it out because I wasn't going to drop full price on it. But yeah, having a demo giving you a chance yeah, to actually get especially it since it is a unique take on it. taste. Yeah. <laughs> that was one thing I did notice with the Next Fest. There is a lot of deck building games in there. Yeah, yeah. And 
trust me, I, I like cards physically. Cards in a virtual game, though? Eh. It took me a long time to accept the abstraction in, in the virtual form. Yeah. It was actually Hand of Fate that sold me. Yeah. Because um, I was like, what's the point? And I'm like, oh, I kind of get it now. It's just like, and it's like giving you uh, a direct metaphor for the randomization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I get that. I just have no interest in it. <laughs> it's just like, cool, that's that's a game for somebody else. Somebody else me. can take this. Yep. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, this has been Zed Games. We're signing off. Actually, I'm going to not. I'm going to bring up my other two because I wasn't going to because I was going to be rude. But they get to say oh. goodbye. Why? No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right. So, um, goodbye tonight. Going to take us out is a classic by Darren Corb. Ooh. Yep. Darren Corb. Uh, you know, from our super giant friends. Uh, classic. Uh, he is, uh, of course, from the probably the least popular Supergiant game that I love, Pyre! Ooh, uh, never to return one. The Withdrawn. Weirdest sports game ever. Yeah, it took a while to adapt it. Alright, oh, it's a sports it's game. It's a sports game. It's a sports game. But it's not a sports game. Yeah. But it's a sports game. And an RPG. And Definitely uh, not basketball simulator fantasy. No. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. Uh, we love you. every single you one of you. Run. Except you, Dave. We're gonna yeah, catch you. Know you. What, you know what you did, Dave. Can't run away. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZedGamesAU. See, See you next time. time.